Baker Podcast Maker, the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy, from recipe favourites to biscuit chat. So, Molly, welcome to the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? Thank you for having me. So, my name's Molly, or Munching with Molly underscore X on Instagram. And yeah, I'm a vet student, final year vet student who loves food and started a food blog um, in January on Instagram. And if you haven't already looked at Molly's food blog, you need to. The link will be in the description box. But if you haven't already had a look, you need to right now. All the ASMR. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, on to some food questions. Ready. So what did you have for supper last night? So I was actually home alone last night, so I made myself a little fancy pasta dish. Um, so I had a homemade pesto pasta. It was like quite basic, but um, just spiced it up with some like toasted pine nuts. Um, I added a bit of spinach into the pesto sauce, which just makes it like super green. Um, okay. Gets a few veg- veggies in. Um, and some prawns and that was that was my dinner last night very nice sounds amazing I love pasta and that Mm. just sounds like super fancy I like (laughs) I like that I'm so gonna do that next time do it it was it's really nice I think pesto is quite underrated as like using for other things as well like I use it for like baking and fish and chicken um rather than just you know plain pasta um which is always still nice as well but yeah no try it with different things yeah, definitely. Thanks for that. Okay, so what was your favourite kind of food while you were growing up? This is so hard because I was like, I just like all food as a kid. Like, <laughs> it wasn't one thing. If I go back to like really young, so probably the primary school age, to so say like seven, eight years old, um, my obsession as like my after school afternoon snack was um, buttered bread and honey put into a sandwich. And that was like my addiction. Like I haven't had it in years, but I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, I have to have it because don't knock it till you try it, but you have to have to do some butter on the bread, dairy-free butter, of course, for me. Um, And then just lather up honey. But that was my obsession. So I'm going to go with that just because I just have to, because that was the first thing that popped into my head. That's amazing. I mean, Mm. I'm a big fan of honey on toast. So yes. I might have to try a sandwich. Yeah, yeah, do it. More bread, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the bread. It'll make us happy. It's all good. <laughs> okay, so what was your favourite restaurant or place to eat at while you were growing up? Um, so if I was going to go like chain, it would have been Wagamama's because yeah. classic Waggers cannot beat katsu curry, cannot beat pad thai. I love like Thai Asian flavours. That was That was my go-to chain. One kind of restaurant that me and my family used to go to loads was one near us in London called The Ark, which was like a seafood restaurant. And they always had just really fresh fish. And it was just like fish and chips and the usual kind of seafood platters and stuff. But it's one that kind of takes me back to kind of a childhood memory of like having nice family birthday dinners there and stuff, which was always really nice. Um, I think everyone kind of has like those couple of places whether it's a restaurant or a house or a park or anything where like it just reminds you walk in you walk past it and you just get flashbacks of all this stuff from your childhood so that was yeah that was my my favorite restaurant as a kid that's so lovely yeah (laughs) 
Okay, so what is your current favourite kind of food? So as I said before, I love Thai and Asian flavours. So I'm going to go with Thai just because I just love it. Like it's always so fresh and flavourful. If I have to pick one kind of Thai dish, it would be Pad Thai. Um, Because I've got like a big sweet tooth and that's always like a little bit sweet and savoury. Crushed peanuts on top. So your peanut butter is life. Um, and yeah, Thai food. I really want to go to Thailand at some point in my life and just experience it like satay, street food style, just walking around the little um, shops. Oh, so, yeah, that's the dream. Hopefully yeah. soon. <laughs> it just always looks so nice. And my uncle used to own a Thai restaurant, so in London. So I know, no I know. Way. <laughs> that was probably probably where it stemmed from as like a six-year-old eating Thai food and all my friends yeah. is it not spicy like no <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing what a fun place to go be like right I know these people I'm gonna go yeah I- and have the best food ever because I know it was just so nice it was gorgeous and like the head chef was from Thailand obviously because you just you have to yeah. yeah so it was just proper authentic style I can't even remember it was but it's not there anymore sadly um but yeah it was just just the best okay so what is your current favorite restaurant or place to eat at as we're coming out of lockdown we can now go back to restaurants so What's your favorite? Restaurant? Oh my god! There was I had such a long list of places <laughs> that I would go to on my phone. I don't think you're a real foodie if you don't have one of those. Like you just you have to have yeah. a massive list of restaurants. Yeah. Um, and obviously a lot of them were in London, so I go to Uni in Nottingham. There's a lot of really nice places, like foodie places in Nottingham as well, which I have a separate list for. Um, <laughs> like the London list. My always go to is with my dad. Um, again, it's Thai, like. Indo-Chinese kind of style um, It's called Banana Tree If you've ever been There's a couple of them um, And it. we always used to go At Christmas time Because we used to go to the ballet And we'd go as like a, like a, a pre-theatre meal there And because of Covid We haven't gone to the ballet So we haven't gone to this restaurant In like two years um, And we went the other week And I'd forgotten how good it was And you know when you're just eating something And you just smile And I was like This yeah. is just Best. And it's just this honestly, banana tree go. I can't recommend it enough. They're just really nice, such good quality for money. Um, the cocktails happy hour before seven as well. Um, and just yeah, just stunning. I'm so full. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that. I absolutely love, I mean, I love doing this podcast anyway, because I love chatting to foodies, but hearing all of the personal recommendations. The list is endless. When I go I to imagine. London next, I need to book out the whole day. Just don't eat for the day before. And yep. I'll just go to all of them. <laughs> That's the problem. There's too many places to go. And even if you go to London for the weekend, to say that you're there for two days, really, you've only got three meals. So that's I know. six meals. But you're just, I mean, if you're not in a food coma after going into London, then you've not done it right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I have a list of London restaurants because I live in Northamptonshire. So MK is not that far. So it's only an hour on the train. Yeah. But I just need to make a plan and I need to go because I have so many, so many places. 
you can just that's... go for the weekend like it's so easy to go to London for the weekend like you said just on train or even just the day and just spend yeah. the entire day just eating food eating if you can't find me I'm stuffing my face <laughs> I'll be in the corner <laughs> crying over my food coma baby <laughs> yeah 100% okay so what is your current favorite vegetable hands down please just hands hands down hands down like people always at me with it because I <laughs> actually my mum thinks I have an unhealthy obsession with peas and so I mine. genuinely feel I know I genuinely feel if I haven't had peas once the day once for the day <laughs> the day is just wasted like I just love them I think they're just so versatile and lush and they've just been my favorite vegetable for as long as I can remember they're so good yeah they are Imagine someone messaged me the other day, like, oh, I don't like peas. How can you not like peas? They're the most, like, normal vegetable, I think, ever, apart from, like, a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> strange person. Mm, very strange. No. <laughs> don't trust, trust people who don't like peas. Sorry, exactly. guys. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, sorry to the pea haters on this podcast, not listening to the podcast. If you're a pea lover like we are, hit us up. DM me. <laughs> Honestly, we'll talk about peas today. I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what is your current favourite biscuit? This is too hard. Okay, so I am lactose intolerant. um, But there's actually so many biscuits that I didn't realise were A, like dairy-free and B, vegan. I'm not vegan, but I love like trying out new things. Yeah. Um, I've got it down to three. I'm sorry, I can't pick one. So we've got Jammy Dodger. Jammy Dodger's are a banger custard creams I think are like the hidden secret favorite biscuit I love them and then just a classic hobnob which I didn't know were dairy free but are yeah I just think like hobnobs are really good for dunking as well because they don't crumble what's your revelation oh sorry before I tell you my current favorite biscuit my shocking revelation of this year is that my mum never bought hobnobs the whole time we were growing up and I was given some hobnobs just because someone came over and they were like, right, here's a packet of biscuits. And I was like, oh, thank you. Not realising, just thinking they're digestives. Had a hobnob for the first time ever. This year, in 22 years of living on this planet, <laughs> I was like, what? They're this elite, a game aren't changer. they? They're just, they're, they are like, they are a digestive, but just like superior. I, ju- I just love them. Yeah. They taste like they have more sugar. Yes, probably yeah. do. They're <laughs> That's very nice. So <laughs> nice. I can't think. What's my biscuit of the week? I'm probably going to be boring and say a digestive because they were in the house. Classic. It is a classic though, and I mean chocolate digestive as well. I, mean, I can't have them. Yep. Everyone always says just unbeatable. Aww. So I'd want to do a poll because I have done a biscuit poll on my page before and custard cream one. And I was really yeah. shocked at custard cream one because like really? I did like a massive biscuit war and like had like rounds and stuff. <laughs> and the last final round, which it was so funny. I had so many, I had I so many polls. Like, as, if, as if this is one, this is an abomination, <laughs> as if you put these two together. I was like, why are you getting so vexed about a biscuit? It was, it was brilliant. And yeah, I love a poll. Like I do polls every Monday about like yeah, as you know like p- weird people's food combinations and controversial opinions yeah which I then try on my reels and I some of that. them just worry it's me so honestly someone, 
So it's, it's, it's hilarious because my boyfriend just watches me nearly throw up for most of them. It's <laughs> weird. Like, keeping on the biscuit trend, someone genuinely messaged me saying that they eat ginger nuts, like ginger biscuits, dipped in lemonade. Does that just not go really soggy, but, like, not a nice kind of soggy, like, dipped in tea? You'd literally have to go, like... I'm doing a visual, so listeners, I'm very sorry for this. But <laughs> <laughs> when you have to like dip it into the lemonade super fast and then literally shove it in straight away, slurp it up, yeah, yeah, that confused me. I think the worst one. <laughs> see, I'm not a massive Marmite fan either. Like, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Me too. But I'm obsessed with peanut butter. And someone yeah. said peanut butter mar- like, and Marmite because you can buy that. Well, I yeah, tried it. And that is an abomination to peanut butter. People need to not do that. I honestly think you have desecrated the glory that is peanut butter by putting Marmite in it. So that was a big no from me. And um, other weird ones that worked, scrambled egg and jam. No, don't pull that face. Don't pull Mm. that face. Try it, people. Try it. I I thought (laughs) the exact same thing. I was completely shocked. And it's lush. It's like my new favourite. Um, Which yeah. jam? Any jam. My favourite is strawberry jam. Okay. They I'll said black jam, but I didn't have blackcurrant jam, so strawberry it was. Try it, genuinely. I'll try it. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who is your current favourite chef? Oh, I like this question. Um, so originally I was like, oh, I'll just go for like Gordon Ramsay because he's just feisty and everyone loves a bit like ferocious yeah. chef throwing pots and pans everywhere but there's this tiktok star i don't know if you know her called poppy and she, i think her handle is like poppy cooks or something Maybe. and her name is poppy o'toole and she starts she got made redundant she's a professional chef and she got made redundant at the beginning of covid as like most people did um and started on tiktok like posting videos and then she started posting like potato videos and just her cooking potatoes and it became like a running joke and now she's like shot up and like her videos are amazing of what she cooks um she's got like a recipe book coming out and I just I find it so funny she is brilliant yeah she's she's comes across as so lovely and her food's amazing I've tried her recipes and it's brilliant obviously because she's a professional chef but all of her recipes are always really easy as well it's not like, oh, you have to have this spice and this spice and this yeah. weird ingredient that you're only going to use once. It's like normal people cooking made fancy. So if you want to oh. like impress someone, really nice. Yeah, Poppy O'Toole, love her. Yeah, I think I've heard of her, but I haven't actually seen anything yet. So that's my research yeah. for later. <laughs> go, go on TikTok, honestly. Her video is hilarious. Okay, so what was the last cookbook or recipe you enjoyed using? So I'm like a big um, BBC food girl. I love yeah. like love the setup of the website. I think it's so easy so to good. kind of. It's so isn't it so? And they have like they change up daily like recommendations, yeah. and they've got guides and stuff. Even like guides for like if you go to a country and they're like, oh, this is what you have to try. So I love BBC food for any kind of inspiration, or if I've got like, oh, I want to have chicken for dinner, just type in chicken dinners. And it comes yeah. up with so many things and they're all really nice and easy. Um, or they've got like fancy ones as well. So yeah, that's probably the last one that I, I looked at and what I made with it. But yeah, they're my that's my go-to if I was going to choose one. It is a fabulous resource and so many people overlook it. They say Yeah. And when you type in something, say you're thinking, oh, I want to use up 
bananas for a banana bread. Unless you have, like me, an ultimate favourite, which is a Nigella recipe. You Google on and then you think, okay, I'll look at that one, I'll look at that one. But ultimately, you know you're going to choose. You know you're going to choose it. Because they're well trusted. Because they're just easy to follow. And they yeah. always work. I've never, yeah. I've never made a recipe, especially baking. So obviously baking's a little bit harder than cooking because it's like it's more scientific. <laughs> um, but I've never had a recipe that's failed. So yeah. I love them. <laughs> okay, so controversial question. Which is your favorite ring on the hob? It's just the best question ever. I just love it. Like I just I think it's just the most I really want to see what people say. So my one is back right, always, yeah. always back right because it's out of the way, but in within reach. And I'm right-handed, so it has yeah. to be on the right side. Yeah, back right, always, hands down. What's that right? is controversial because most people say a front one. No. I know. I think no. you're one of the first people I've had on the podcast to say one of the back ones. Seriously? I just yeah. like, so I like do it like, if I've got like my cookbook or like my phone yeah. on it, like I need it nearby so I can put it in front of it and then it's not going to get damaged because if I feel like if it's too far away, I have to reach over a pan of spitting oil or like something. I'm like, oh, fair enough. And yes, spitting <laughs> oil, get away from me. <laughs> right, always. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so I've spoken about this on the podcast before. So I always say, when I lived at uni and I've been out of uni for almost a year, well, no, over a year now. Um, terrifying. Um, <laughs> I feel old, yes. Um, so at home, we have, we moved in to our house and the, obviously the cooker came with it and it's a massive cooker. Um, I can't remember what yeah. make it is, but it has six hob rings. It's massive. Oh my God, that's so, a dream. Mine is the front middle. Oh no. So yeah, I, I would go I would go with middle if I had six. That's the dream. I would love, love. That's like my one thing. No, okay. There's three things that I want in like my dream house. It's only yeah. three things. They're really small. They're not small. That's good. But if I had, if I could build my own house, it would be like a huge kitchen with like a big oven, big like hobs, island, and a pantry. That'd be like my main thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd want a walk-in wardrobe just cause because I don't even have that many clothes, but I just just want a walk-in wardrobe to say that I've got That'd one. That'd be cool. Um, and then I want um like a a reading corner that's like round. I know that's really weird. I can't really explain it. Like a window that's round with like, a, like a seat, like a bench. Yeah. yeah. But a kitchen is always like my go-to if I look at right move. Because, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm an adult and I look at right move for fun. Yeah. <laughs> Always go for like top 10 kitchens on right move because it's just so fun. You get inspo yeah. for my future kitchen that I'm never going to probably have. But, you know, it's fun to look. Yeah, we've got to aim high. We're, we're dreaming oh, yeah. about, we're manifesting the dream kitchen. Defo. I'd spend yeah. more money on my kitchen than I would my kids. So. <laughs> I would say the same. But yeah. we should I wouldn't tell, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that to their faces, obviously. No. But they don't need to know. <laughs> My non-existent kids at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Um, <laughs> oh, we're going to have to swap Pinterest boards for kitchens. Yes. I actually want yeah. to do that. Yeah. Just the and aesthetic, you just have to have it. 
if I didn't. You just have to have an aesthetic kitchen. You do. As a food you just do. You do. Oh, I'm so excited about that. We are going to have to swap Pinterest boards later. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Now I've got completely distracted by the idea of beautiful kitchens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back to the podcast. Okay. Well, that guy's this one. On to the final meal questions. Excited. Oh, it's so hot. <laughs> it's your final meal ever. You have no boundaries on how much you can eat. What will you be having and why? So what is your starter or starters of choice? Cool. Okay. So my starter is calamari with like dairy-free alioli. Yeah. Like Dipping in lemon. Um, because that is like me and my boyfriend's kind of go-to. So whenever, I don't think we've been to a restaurant and not had calamari and we've been together <laughs> a year and a half. And obviously that <laughs> within COVID. And um, yeah. yeah, and we made it once at home, and it was sick. Like, it was worked really? so well. Yeah, like you just obviously deep fry it, but people are scared yeah. of deep frying because it's spitty. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it worked really well. The recipe is on my page. Um, but yeah, no calamari. I just think it's just unbeatable starter, really. Yeah. Any other starters? That would be it because I'm saving really? myself for the main because I need to. Okay. Need to, yeah. And what drink are you having with your starter? Oh, okay. I'd have um, Sex on the Beach. That's my favourite cocktail. Choice. Yeah, favourite cocktail because it just tastes like juice, but gets you absolutely smashed. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, so what are you having for your main or mains of choice? Yeah, mains plural mains. because I couldn't couldn't choose. So sticking with the Thai theme, chicken and prawn pad Thai, specifically yeah. from Banana Tree. Um, and then a like huge Neapolitan crust dairy-free pizza but like just like a margarita pizza because I just think it's unbeatable really when it's from Naples like when I went I went to Naples with my parents a couple years ago and we went to all these restaurants and obviously you go and it's the food is incredible but still the best pizza I ever had was a margarita pizza just from like it was a it was a restaurant cafe kind of weird street food thing in the wall and we only saw it because there was like this big queue of teenagers there and we kind of we were like oh we'll go go where the locals go that's always like kind of foodie advice when you go abroad go where the locals go don't go on TripAdvisor just follow advice from people that live there so we followed these teenagers and it was yeah best pizza I've had in my life it's gorgeous. You can't really beat it because, I mean, the tomatoes literally come from down the road and they are just elite at making pizza, um, the home of pizza, obviously. Um, that sounds dreamy. Yeah. Pizza and pad thai. That's good. Love that. Any other mains? No. no. That would be... That's my main. And what drink are you having with your mains? Having white glass of white wine. No. Yeah, I do, I do like wine. I am a wine girl. My dad... Uh, quite obsessed he loves a bit of sommelier courses and my boyfriend's parents live in France in Bordeaux in a vineyard so that was always nice going to see them yeah I know it's crazy absolutely that is fantastic yeah again best food ever best wine ever I think I literally I was drunk every single night eating all the good food in the garden and it's boiling there because it's the south of France yeah oh that was yeah I'm sad I can't go this year but fingers crossed next I can't wait for all the photos. Oh God, of course, yeah. You, you know, you know there has to be photos. <laughs> I know. 
I'm just, yeah, that's going to be amazing. <laughs> I just live vicariously through you, having <laughs> all of the wine and all of the food. Okay, so what are you having for your side or sides of choice? Sweet potato fries and garlic mayo. Because sweet potato fries are elite. I will yes. fight anyone that tells me otherwise. Um, I always, even if it's like, oh, it's an extra three pounds for sweet potato fries, bang it on the bill, don't care. Um, I just love them. I love them. Um, And then garlic mayo, because that is the elite mayo and that is the elite dipping sauce. Or, I mean, you can get like, you can make pesto mayo, which is always really nice. A little bit of, literally, a little bit of pesto, a little bit of mayo, mix it in. Definitely recommend that. A little bit, it gives a little bit of like, you know, something, something. I haven't done that. I'm gonna oh do my God, that. do it. Do it. Yeah, change my life. <laughs> it gives me another excuse to eat all of the sweet potato fries ever. Yeah, do you just not get really hungry whilst making this podcast? <laughs> I do, yeah, every time. And then obviously because I listen back to it whilst doing the edit and then listen yeah. back to it whilst doing the podcast notes. So I'm like, I'm starving all oh the time. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, but that's me and yeah. Again, Me you're not anyway. food, you're not hungry all the time. You yeah. just have to. It's the, it's the, it's the gift. About it. Yeah, literally yeah. Have, bre- have breakfast, talk now for lunch, talk now for dinner. Yeah. Go to sleep thinking about breakfast. No, actually, I do go to sleep dreaming of breakfast because my page is a lot of nice yes. breakfast. And that the porridge ASMR is, is top I tier. I can't believe that we've not spoken about <laughs> how much your page is focused about breakfast. <laughs> It's so funny because the breakfasts ever. Oh. I'm just like, okay, save, save. <laughs> I'm gonna make that and that and that. <laughs> I make that baked oats. Baked oats have my heart full yeah. stop. Like I adore them. I literally have a whole guide based on baked oats. I do baked oats, ASMR reels. I just love it. Um and I think that yeah, bre- like I've always been a big lover of breakfast. And my page didn't start out as a breakfast page. Like I do do other things, guys. But <laughs> breakfast is breakfast is eat like easier to kind of style. I think I always struggle kind of styling photos for dinners. Um, so that's why I do them less. And like I did like whole of last week, it was just every, obviously I post every day. But last week it was just oat bowl, oat bowl, cake oats, oat bowl, just because they were all sick. They were all lovely. So I was like, well, I have to share these. Obviously, well, yeah. And I didn't say this at the beginning because I thought. Is that cringe? Is that not? I was going to introduce you as, hello, this is Molly. Welcome to the podcast. She is the baked oats queen. <laughs> I love that. Someone genuinely <laughs> keeps commenting that. It's, yeah, it's not you. Someone else commented that on one of my photos. I know. I saw uh, that yesterday. You poll, said, should I change I my name? <laughs> and I mean, the poll won to yes, but I <laughs> I don't think I could. It'd be too cringe. It's too, it's too like self-loving. I can't. You can't do baked oats queen because obviously when you go to France, you're going to post all of the mains you're having. So Yeah, that's not, I won't be making baked oats then. If my page was solely baked oats or just oats, then yeah, I'd go with it. But there is more to munching with Molly than, than porridge, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not much. Yeah. <laughs> there are loads. There are loads. All of the reels. Now I'm just sounding like a fangirl. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Okay, so what drink are you having with your sides? Another glass of wine, but this time it's going to be rosé. Yeah. Good. Switch it up a bit. I'm mixing alcohols, which is horrendous. Don't, don't do that, kids, but yeah. That's that's fine. 
because it's the dream meal and yeah, you can't not get a hangover. No, it's all good. Um, okay, so what are you having for your pudding or puddings of choice? Cool. Right, two. <laughs> Either rhubarb and berry crumble with custard. Yeah. Or sticky toffee pudding and vanilla ice cream. They are, yeah. I, isn't it? Like, I, I mean, I made baked oats, like crumble style, and it was gorgeous. And I'd never made rhubarb like compote before i'd never cooked with rhubarb until literally last week because everyone was saying well, you need to you need to make it you need to make with it so make something with it um because it's in season yeah um so it's like, oh, okay yeah sure i'll make something and it was just it's super easy it like properly like smushes down so quickly yeah. um bit of maple syrup bit of lemon zest um yeah really really just really like rhubarb and crumble is just such a classic british kind of so sticky to pudding to be fair yeah um i am a big lover of, of british desserts so i think it's a they are a go-to i mean like afternoon tea is the best <laughs> yeah yeah great choices and what drink are you having with your puddings i'm going back to cocktails yeah. and i'm gonna have any kind of like whiskey cocktail I know that's like really weird because like whiskey is not quite like that popular but I just always loved the whiskey cocktail like my first kind of when I was in first year of, of vet school and um you'd go out and like, go out for freshers week and you find out all the bars that are nearby and you finally you pick your favorite bar and we picked our favorite bar and it was Coco Tan in Nottingham and they just do they do a Toblerone cocktail and you get really? like a little mini Toblerone on top. Yeah, it's so cool. But they do this like hum, it's called, but they do this whiskey cocktail. And it was just always my go-to whenever we went out. I just keep ordering those because they were just so nice. Um, yeah, whiskey. Who knew? Well, thank you for that. Okay, so will you be partaking in a cheese board? I mean, sadly not, considering no. that if I did, I know this is like, the ultimate meal and you're not going to get full but I feel like my lactose intolerance would not be able to handle that um and I think I would explode (laughs) um and I mean I've never been like a big cheese fan like I like it on pizza a little bit like like when you put parmesan and stuff before I kind of went dairy free and you know realized that lactose was destroying my stomach um and yeah, I've never, I've never really understood cheese boards. Like, fine, you don't want a dessert, but if you've not got a sweet tooth, then fine. But I think you're weird if you haven't got a sweet tooth. Um, but I just wouldn't end a meal on on cheese and biscuits. I think it's odd. <laughs> I'd eat the grapes. Can I just have grapes? Yeah. Let's <laughs> so go with grapes. Grapes and, oh, I mean, grapes and like, um, you know, the crackers. Yeah. Crackers and chutney. I'm a big chutney fan. English provender love you um and i just read like caramelized red onion chutney like it's the most weirdest thing for like a little kid to be obsessed with but i always was like i just had it with like everything which is really weird my parents thought i was like some royalty like upper class weird like embodiment or something um you were a foodie from day one i was i was a foodie from day one you're right (laughs) Okay, what drink are you having to end the whole meal? I think it's going to be a gin and tonic because I can't not have a meal and, and like an ultimate meal and not have a gin and tonic, but it has to be red gin, like not red gin, sorry, pink gin, because I think that's a leap. <laughs> There's a pink yeah. gin 
that's like rhubarb flavored. I can't, I think it's from like Lidl or something. Um, but that, yeah, like rhubarb pink gin with with a classic tonic. I love it. Lovely. Hmm. Well, thank you so much for telling me your final meal. Thank you. It was, I wish I could have it. <laughs> I say this most episodes, but just set aside a whole weekend and just have your final meal. I could, so, maybe I will. Yeah. Watch this space, watch this space on reels and I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, now for biscuit of the week. So what biscuits have you been eating this week? So, as I mentioned before, Jammy Dodgers, unbeatable, yeah. 10 out of 10. Really just, yeah. And since they became vegan as well, like they've gotten so much pressed and it's brilliant. I just, I love them. I always thought they were strawberry flavoured and they're not, they're raspberry flavoured. Really? Which, actually, yeah, yeah. Thank, yeah. Weird, isn't it? I, I mean, I, I think I just always think that anything red is, is strawberry flavoured. <laughs> <laughs> like any sweet is just, you know, strawberry. Um, but yeah, Jammy Dodgers, 10 out of 10. I yeah. had um, from Aldi, they did like a vegan chocolate cookie that was like like this big, like in a packet of like five or something. Mm-hmm. They were good, 7 out of 10. Like them, me and my boyfriend munched through them fairly fairly rapidly. His grandparents bought them for us, bless them, because they were oh. like, we can visit them. And they bought all of this like dairy-free stuff for me and they were so cute. That is so um, lovely. Yeah, and then Tesco... Free from bourbons. And they're really? like free dairy. I mean, bourbons are dairy free anyway, but these were like special offers of them to buy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, nine out of ten Tesco's. Well done. So proper tasted like a bourbon. <laughs> Good. Okay, strong ratings there. Thank you. Thank you for those. Okay, so on to support local. Do you have any local food businesses you would like to give a shout out to? I would love to. So there's two in Nottingham that I adore. Um, I actually haven't been to either of them in ages, just not just because of COVID, just because I've been, I'm actually in London at the moment um, because yeah. I'm on a vet placement with with horses. Um, but so there's, number one is um, Annie's Burger Shack. There's one in Nottingham, there's one in Derby. Do the most insane burgers I have ever had. Um, and obviously I, I live in London, there's burgers everywhere. Um, yeah. They do like meaty, veggie and vegan options. Um, and the, the meaty is like chicken or beef, like a chicken, like a grilled chicken breast. Um, and my go-to is always, I think it, I'm going to say this so wrong. It's called like Kogumaza. Again, it's like Thai, but it's satay. So it's literally like a burger with this like chunky satay peanutty sauce on top of it like, like loads of it Ooh. and crispy onions and coconut on top nice. gorgeous and then sweet potato fries or curly fries because they've got all the fries options they've got normal skinny wedges um sweet potato and curly so you can go i think they've got tater tots as well um wow. so yeah annie's burger shack and it's the best value for money that you take away as well. Like during lockdown, we were getting them so much. <laughs> Just drive there, drive like 20 minutes down the road, get our burgers, come back and eat it. <laughs> um, yeah, that one. And then the other one is um, at Browns Lane in Loughborough. So obviously Nottingham and Loughborough are quite close, but my yeah. vet school campus is actually closer to Loughborough than Nottingham, strangely. Mm-hmm. So we go out in Loughborough quite a lot. And it's kind of like a gastro pub. Um, that recently kind of got taken over and like redone and we just went there and it was 
the best dairy-free kind of service that I've ever received. Like it wasn't really? um, not a dairy-free or vegan restaurant. It's not like specializing in anything, but they cared for allergies so much. Like the chef, I obviously I emailed saying, oh, I'm going to make a booking. I'm lactose intolerant. Like just to let you know, can I have anything on the menu? Um, and I got a call from the chef who went hey, through, really? yeah went through the entire menu basically saying this is dairy free we can make this dairy free let us know if there's any problems we got there they'd highlighted the menu and like asterisk what I could have yeah um and just the food was gorgeous um and then we, we keep going there we went for Sunday lunch for Father's Day and it was gorgeous like my parents loved it um and yeah they don't get enough enough love I love that place so anyone with an allergy or any kind of like um, dietary requirement and you're in that area, definitely go. Oh, thank you for those. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. I will definitely check those out. Yeah, I do. So I know you've just told me some fabulous recommendations, but I remember you talking about your list. So would you be able to share any more recommendations with us? <laughs> I have to get it off my phone. Um <laughs> Okay, so there's one that I've been to before, which I love. So it's a vegan pizza place in London called Pureza. There's also, there's like a couple of places across the country. I think there's one in Brighton as well um, and Bristol. The best pizza I've had in like outside of Naples. It's really? like insane. Yeah, like oh, the I love a good crust on a pizza. Yeah. I think that's the best part of a pizza. And it was spot on. Like I took my parents who are like avid dairy eaters avid meat eaters and they loved it um i think that's always like a really big compliment for like a vegan place when a meat eater loves them yeah Um, definitely yeah um what else have i got um what do i want to try um i really want to try it's like i don't know how it's like pasta nuk or pasta nuk or something it's new and it looks amazing they've got like it's just pasta um but i know their desserts they have like biscoff filled donuts like donuts and no I way. want like, mini donut like I want it. like I want the pasta as well but I want to yeah. get that um and what else oh there's half cup in London that I really want to try that's like a brunch place um yeah. so yeah really want to try there because I've always seen pictures of it and it's really nice <laughs> um I'm trying to think of oh another brunch place that I've been to which I love is the classic breakfast club if you've ever been oh yeah um, I've love not been, but I've heard amazing oh. things. Yeah, it's like my classic. If anyone comes to London, like any of my friends or anything comes to London, we always I take them there because they just have yeah. to experience it. So when you come to London, we'll go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they're like my London ones. Another Nottingham one. Okay, another Loughborough one is um, Plan Burrito, which is just like a burrito place. Um, like it's a bit like Subway, you know, like Chipotle and stuff where you like go along yeah. the line and you choose, you choose your things. It's like that. But that's always really nice. Um, and they're really nice in there. Another Nottingham one. I mean, another Nottingham bar is um, the Magic Garden. Yeah. Magic Garden yeah. in Nottingham, which we went to. It's kind of new. We went to it the other week um, with friends and it's gorgeous. Like, you know, when it's just walking, there's a flower wall and it's just the aesthetic. <laughs> is just, oh, bang on. Um, yeah, really. And the cocktails were lovely. They're a bit pricey, but I guess that's kind of what you go for when you go to a cocktail bar. Um, but I want to go back there because they do food. Um, but you, yeah, we obviously went on a weekend, so it was really busy. So we only were allowed to book for drinks because it was that busy. Um, but you can go for food as well. 
So I would have to try that and uh, get back to you on that one. Yeah, definitely. Or anyone that's been. Um, but yeah, they're my they're my top ones I can think of. Well, thank you so much. Sorry if I put you on the spot. I was just like, I am so intrigued to hear this list. <laughs> Yeah. yeah no if you're not a real foodie you don't have multiple lists no no I think um Laura from Brunch in Pairs I think she recommended the Breakfast Club as well so oh, brilliant. that's two foodies now that have said right you need to go there so I'm like okay it's on my list it's oh, on you, my list you have to you just have to now yeah I it'd know. be rude not to ignore both of us <laughs> I know and what also would be It'll be classic timing. I'll say, hello, I'm in London. And he'll be like, oh, well, I'm in Loughborough. <laughs> so, yeah, probably. probably. I'm always up and about because of placements and stuff for this year. But definitely we'll have to sort that out. One day. One day. Anyway, thank you so much for all of those recommendations. I, I'm now just, the list is so long. It's, it's amazing. So thank you. Okay, so a very exciting you're welcome very exciting and very exciting segue where can people find you you'll find me on instagram i am on tiktok but i don't really do tiktok i kind of just on tiktok i just post my reels that i post on instagram because they're the only videos i kind of do um but they can find my instagram it's munching with molly with a y um yeah. underscore x so that's where they can find me i post every day post dairy-free recipes, some are vegan, some are veggie, some are meaty. Um, it's like a massive range of breakfast, lunch and dinners and desserts. Um, yeah. And yeah, my DMs are always open for recommendations, weird food combinations, which are always on my reels. So keep an eye out, guys, to see me vomit. Um, and yeah, just if you want to chat, I'm always there. Amazing. And I mean, as I said before, slight fangirl, so I won't embarrass myself. <laughs> um, but um, the links to Molly will be in the show notes. They'll be above the podcast links, just so you don't have to scroll down too far. And <laughs> if you check out on Instagram, on Butcher Baker Podcast Makers Instagram, you will see several stories of me yabbering on about how you should already be following Molly. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for being on the podcast. It's been so fun to have you. Oh my God, thank you so much for having me. I was beyond flattered when you asked me and I just love you so much. So it was <laughs> it was so nice to chat to you finally properly yeah, and just definitely. talk about food. Yeah, my favourite subject. Uh, yeah, The best, the best yeah. food. <laughs> and now I'm going to have to put up a poll to see how many people love peas as much as we do. Do it, because I want to know. Because <laughs> I think the pea haters out there are just being childish. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly well thank you so so much and have a lovely day bye have a lovely day and weekend bye guys how fabulous was that episode with molly i loved it so much it was so fun to chat with her about all things food and i cannot thank her enough for the amount of um recipes and amazing content she puts out and all of those restaurant recommendations I cannot wait to try some of those in the very near future so as I said multiple times throughout the episode if you're not already following munching with molly on instagram and tiktok maybe but definitely instagram you are missing out her content is amazing and you won't regret it so follow munching with molly on instagram 
Thank you so, so much for listening to this episode. It really means the world to me that people listen to the podcast. It's so lovely. And if you enjoyed it, please let me know on socials. It doesn't have to be public. You can just DM me at Butcher Baker Podcast Maker on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, yeah, I love recording the podcast, as you can probably tell, because it gives me a chance to chat to foodies I wouldn't necessarily interview with all my weird food questions. So, yes, thank you so much. And if this is the first episode of Butcher Baker Podcast Maker that you have listened to and you would like to hear more, please subscribe on your podcast listening platform because then you can listen to all of the episodes previous because there are 40 episodes in total. How crazy is that? That's mind-blowing to me. If you would like to know more about the podcast, see some behind-the-scenes, recipe favourites, cookbook of the week, all of that lovely stuff, why not follow Butcher Baker Podcast Maker on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter? Instagram is the place to be if you like a chatty story or a food poll. I do at least two talking stories a week, so if you're into that, go over there. And if you're into food polls, I do them probably every other day. So yeah, join me over there for some more food-related content. If you have enjoyed the podcast and you would like to share that you've enjoyed the podcast, I very much enjoy it if you could share on your social media. But if you don't feel like doing that, absolutely no pressure, you can always tell a friend because the more people I have listening to the podcast, the more exciting it is that other people can be involved in this food chat world. The reason I keep banging on about following on social is mostly because I am very sad to tell you this. This is the last episode of series two of Butcher Baker Podcast Maker. Can you believe this is the last episode of the series? More to the point, can you believe there are 40 episodes in total? I cannot. I really can't. Um, But thank you so much if you have listened to any of the episodes. It truly makes my day that people listen to my passion project of this podcast. Yeah, I'm just smiling so much because I do love this podcast. And don't you worry, there will be a third series coming soon. um, But there will be a short break to record the majority of the episodes. Thank you so much for listening. It truly means the world to me. I thought I would give you a little reminder of the guests I've had on the podcast this series so that if you feel like you'd like to listen to any of the previous episodes, you can because I've had some fabulous guests. And I do mean fabulous. They've been amazing. I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I have been very grateful for the lovely people I've had on the podcast this series and last series, obviously. So if you're listening from anyone from last series, you're fabulous too. Um, But yes, I thought I would talk you through episodes you may have missed and might want to listen to. So episode one was with That Graduate Foodie. Episode two was with Alina Hurst. Episode three was with Charlotte Hall. Episode four was with Feast Without Thrills. Episode five was with Lindsay Oliver. Episode six was with Charlotte Turton. Episode seven was with Eat With Abs. 
Episode 8 was with Hannah Darby. Episode 9 was with Adam Chandler. Episode 10 was with Just Like Jess. Episode 11 was with Demi Devours Everything. Episode 12 was with Come Dine With Elle. Episode 13 was with Rebecca's Cooking Again. Episode 14 was with Brunch in Pears. Episode 15 was with Heather Hardcastle. Episode 16 was with Fussy Foodie Maisie. Episode 17 was with Eat With Me London. Episode 18 was with Eva Brooks. Episode 19 was with What Cassie Eats. And finally, episode 20 was with Munching With Molly and... I couldn't think of a better guest to end the series on. And thank you so, so much for listening to the podcast. And I will be back soon. So thanks again. Bye. Baker podcast maker the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy from recipe favorites to biscuit chat